We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen for Game Week 5 in the Premier League. We got some bets on the Premier League. We've had a week, a week off. Feels feels good. Chris has a new background yet again. What's up, Chris? How has the last 14 days, 7 day, days gone for you? It's going well, Adam. Good to see you again. We, we did, as you mentioned, have that week off. We were at the international break couple fun matches uh, throughout the break. Um, we got a uh, Marcelo Bielsa in Uruguay. It was, uh, I'm interested in that project. Uh, we did have an uh, England Scotland friendly in which England won. There are some other big matches throughout the, the international break. And I mean, a couple knocks here to monitor nothing made, no major injuries, at least that I, that I saw in the last week, but still a couple things to monitor as players come back um, and, you know, to their, collective to their to their their clubs um so another big week this is the first week that we're going to be able to enjoy both epl college football and nfl if the if you're into any of those three sports so the viewing is going to be spectacular throughout the weekend and i'm excited for that i'm in a friendlier time zone for the epl so that that uh liverpool game to kick off the, the morning on saturday at least for me is not at 4 30 it's at 7 30 so um, a little bit, a little bit uh, smaller of an ask for me to get up for that, so I'm excited about that. But yeah, we have some bets to hit this week. Uh, tough week, I think we, I think you know, we got some improvement to do here, at least for to our own standards of what we did last season. Um, and I'm not going to name names, but I, I gotta, I gotta improve myself. Um, but I'm looking forward to it here. We're we're back, and uh, we got some we, another four four games to talk about, or at least three in a parlay. So. Um, yeah, what's what's going on with you? Did you? I'm sure you enjoyed a little bit of extra time off. As I know, it gets pretty hectic uh, when you're you're doing about seven different leagues and, and writing a ton of notes and doing nine different podcasts and all that. So, were you able to get a little downtime during the international break? It's been slower. It's been slower. We're, we got Champions League coming up, but yeah, I mean, if we remember exactly two weeks ago, it was the end of transfer deadline day. And then so that Friday, it was just like stuff just kept coming on. And like I was on putting in whatever random notes at 6 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. They, they're still coming out. It's just like nonstop kind of a thing. Um, but I did do an MLS betting show. I'm not going to say the record is good, but <laughs> my best my best bet on the show, I also tweeted it out. 
at Sporting Kansas City race to five corners against a Lino Messi less inner Miami team. That was like it was I got plus 160 odds. Uh, it was it was around there. So it was just uh, my best bet hit on MLS. So uh, I'll say that I'm riding the form of of my race to five corners bet because I, I have another race to race to corners bet here. Uh, was it last week that I maybe it wasn't last week that I had uh, uh, some kind of crazy plus 400 bet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we kind of got to rein it in a little bit here, but uh, you know that's huge for the confidence of the podcast because you know for at least for Adam, it's corners and wagers typically. You know he's he's the kind of the the soothsayer of corner bets, and uh, you know good to get it against the messy side too. So I'm I'm loving the confidence that we're we're now seeing from you and uh, messy less sorry. messy messy less yeah messy less yeah. sorry oh, sans messy <laughs> yeah he was he was with Argentina. Over the yeah. break, but yeah, we got we got three matches on tap here. We got a pretty pretty big, pretty nice nice set of games here. I mean, Newcastle, Brentford, Everton, Arsenal, and then Nottingham Forest and Burnley are Monday night football. So let's get into that first match. But uh, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to our channel, Rotowire Soccer. Also, Rotowire.com/slash/soccer trial. But this Newcastle one is is an interesting one. Uh, we've been having some Newcastle conversations in our Discord uh, just about Eddie Howe and Newcastle. And I'm on one side and Chris is on the other here. So we gotta we gotta battle it out for this one. But we got you can see here at DraftKings, Newcastle Newcastle are minus one ninety to win. And then you have Brentford at plus five hundred. Uh, Brentford are above them in the table. Draw is plus three fifty. And then over two and a half goals is minus 150. Under two and a half goals is plus 120. So there are expecting goals here. Implied total is probably about around three or so. But injury notes, I guess I'll throw that in here. Yeah. Nothing major for Brentford, but we have Tenali picked up something while well with Italy. Botman has not been training since he had an ankle injury. So if we remember the last time Newcastle played, uh, they had... Uh, who was it? Uh, Matt Target started at left back and Dan Byrne moved into center back. Uh, so something to keep an eye on there. Uh, I'm projecting Jamal Lachelle's uh, moves into center back with Dan Byrne staying at left back. But anything could happen. And then Longstaff back in the starting 11 for an injured Tenali. Though we're, still, we're still waiting on a press conference here as we're talking Thursday morning. Chris, what do you got for this match? Yeah, so this is this is really the start of. I mean, we had an, a nice little teaser of a four games here to start the season with Newcastle. Pretty mixed results, although you know, let's let's look back at who they played. They played. They had a really impressive five-one win over over Aston Villa to begin the season, and, and then they lost um, at Manchester City. The, of course, they the two-one um, lost to Liverpool. That was at home, and then they faced Brighton and lost three-one in the in the match right before the international break. So. You know, one of them, if not the toughest, probably the toughest, you know, maybe the, the one of the toughest uh, schedules to begin the season Four teams that are all playing in Europe next season, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, so or this season, rather. So pretty tough for them, but they're not going to get any break here against Brentford. Brentford, as we know, has been really quality this season. They're, they've been playing pretty well. Um, not as many injury concerns for them. But Newcastle will be playing at home where they were, you know, one of the best defensive sides last season. I have a little bit of concern for them this year as they've given up, you know, a goal, a goal in each game here, which is kind of unlike them. They gave up two at home to uh, 
to Liverpool and then one at home to Aston Villa. A um, little bit different than what we saw last season. Brentford, of course, have been, you know, they've had a couple of really impressive players. For me here, I'm I'm kind of just like, I don't know if this is like thinking too deeply about the matchup and about Newcastle overall, but, you know, they have a big one against AC Milan on, is it Tuesday or Wednesday in the Champions League? Their first match mm-hmm. in the, um, they got to travel to Milan as well. So they're not only A, coming off the, I think they're, I think it's at AC Milan, right? But they're, they're coming off an international break where they're returning a couple of players. Tenali, as you mentioned, just picked up a knock. Um, so we'll see if he makes it back into the the starting 11. You know, short sample size for him so far with Newcastle. But he's looked pretty good. Um, Longstaff might be a slight step down, but still a really quality player. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Brentford at home on Saturday, travel to AC Milan. And then the following weekend, they got Sheffield United. So three games in about seven days. This is where we really start to get a test of the quality of the side. The, the, not only the quality, but the depth. Uh, so I'm a little bit concerned about that. I, more, more so, I'm just on Brentford here um, for a team to go into Newcastle and, and pick up a point. I And I, lo- I kind of love the odds for the double chance here, which is why I'm going to go with it. I think it was plus 155 when I saw last. I don't know if it's moved at all, um, but that's my bet this this weekend. Brentford's, you know, they've got a couple quality results. They have yet to, uh, I believe they have yet to lose this season. Um, they drew Tottenham to begin the season 2-2. They beat Fulham away 3-0. Pretty impressive there. They drew Crystal Palace at home, and then they they had a League Cup match where they won on penalties, I think. Um, and then last time out, they drew at home, um, Brentford 2-2. So not nearly the quality of teams that Newcastle, Newcastle have seen, but I do think that, you know, just given the plus 155 odds, this is a bet worth taking. Um, if it was, like, closer to minus 125, maybe I'd go consider something else. Um, but it's plus 155. You just need them to take a point here um, away to Newcastle. Aside that is A, has struggled to begin the season and B has a huge week um, in which they begin their champions league campaign. So I'm not sure if they're looking forward too much, but uh, yeah, I just, I, I like the odds on this one and looks like Adam is on an exact opposite bet of me as I am here. So I'm, I'm curious to see, hear his reasoning. Um, and, but yeah, I'm on plus plus one fifty five double chance for Brentford. I think it's a huge week. I, you know, obviously it's a huge week back in champions league, but I mean, what what they've done in their first four league matches, they just they're just not going to forget about it. I mean, this they're at home, and we've seen what they've done at home outside of against Liverpool. I think just the big thing here is just just looking at the matchups between these these the games. I mean, you went through them all for these teams, what they've played, and I think that just has to go into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's one thing that I know a lot of people just look at look at recent results and it's like, okay, well they're struggling right now, but okay. They played the hardest schedule through the first month. So how much, how much does that mean? I mean, we saw them in that home opener against Aston Villa five one. And I've ha- I've been having conversations with people about people saying, Oh yeah, Aston Villa are easily better than Newcastle uh, because, you know, Aston Villa picked up some, some wins against lesser teams kind of a thing. And it's like, that. Right. And it's just like, no, I don't think so. I mean, a month ago, Newcastle just smoked them. This is the same team as last season. I know maybe they were, I don't know, lucky is the correct word, but they had they had some maybe a few months last season where it was like, okay, we're struggling to score. It was like one nil, 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 a lot of these low scoring games. But at home, they they didn't they don't have too many issues. They won this matchup five one last season. I think they're going to come out here after the break and just just go for it. 
Uh, we know Brentford, they like to do their 5-3-2 formation against better sides. I think that's what they're going to do here. And so I think they're going to sit a little more defensive and Brentford's way to score will be on the counter. But I think Newcastle will get one, whether it's through Isak or whoever. Um, and I also want to point out, so we were talking about XG before the show and XG allowed Newcastle have the fifth best number despite being 14th in the table, despite playing that crazy schedule to start Newcastle's XGA expected goals allowed is below five goals through their first four matches. And given who they played, I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. I know a lot of people will be like, well, you know, they're outside the top 10 Eddie Howe's got to go kind of a thing, but let's just wait to see what, let's just wait to see what happens because I know they have champions league. They got man city again in a cup game coming up as well, but they got this Brentford game, which I think as you see here is winnable. Then they got Sheffield United as Chris mentioned, after that, they're home against Burnley. So we could be looking in three weeks from now in Newcastle. You know, maybe they maybe they find it difficult midweek games, but they could have nine points from these next three matches. And everyone's like, okay, well, we know Newcastle struggle against the best teams, but they're still beating up on some of the lesser ones, which is kind of what everyone expected going into the season. So I guess I haven't said my bet yet. Newcastle money line <laughs> in the first half is plus 105. Uh Technically, our bets can both hit here. So, what, what do you think here? Two, you're going double chance. Is this like a one-one, two-two result? I kind of want to see a two-two result. That would go against the the data that we have from Newcastle last season at home, where they didn't give up many goals. But you mentioned their xGA. <laughs> I think I think the expected goals against Liverpool when they were down, you know, they were up a man, and then those Darwin Nunez goals, they were like point one point two expected so whereas yeah. like that gives up two goals so i mean right there you're like that kind of makes up for the stat there but yeah i i th- another interesting bet to me here the two to three goals is always like the that goal band is just a safe bet to make on most games it's usually right around plus 100 this one's plus 110 but a both key, both teams to score no draw could be a fun one too if you're really thinking about you know i think there i think this is like a one one two one I think there's goals in this one. I I just, you know, we haven't seen, you said XGA, but I just think it's the Newcastle backline has been giving up a few goals here. So um, yeah, I one, one or two, two would be, would probably be my bet. If, I had yeah, to make if, Botman, if Botman doesn't start again, I think that would be, that'd yeah. be another reason to, you know, bet on Brentford to score at least one kind of a thing. So yeah. Yeah, again, Chris has Brentford double chance at plus 155. I have Newcastle money line in the first half at plus 105. Uh, before we go, get going further here. Got to give records out. Chris is six and six, and I am five and seven. So uh, we're we're hanging on. We're hanging on. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say by a thread, but we are hanging on here to being about five hundred. Uh, I think we'll we'll get it back here in the next couple of weeks. Let's just say that. But we're we're doing something a little different today. Where we're going to our team parlay next. We're mixing it up. Our team parlay is on four. Uh, we need to change some things up. We got a team parlay that's on Saturday. And, Chris, you are looking at, uh, what, the hottest team in the league? One of the hottest teams in the yes. league? You got Tottenham home against Sheffield United. Yeah, I feel like we – and maybe we have. It's just, you know, as the game weeks blend, I kind of forget about all the teams we talk about. But I don't, I don't feel like we've talked about – prior to the season, we might have talked about Tottenham quite a bit. But I don't think we've talked a ton about them yet this season. So I, I really want to talk – Top four, right? 
I can't. I'd have to look back at my notes, but it's I top think, four, top six, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just because they're not, I mean, they're not for the same reasons that Newcastle might struggle. It's the same reason that Tottenham might do well this season is that they're not playing that. That's those. What is it? Twelve, six extra games at least in in group stage of Europe. So they're not worried about you know going to Milan on a on a Tuesday night and then coming back to to London on a, on a Saturday. So, I mean, they got a pretty good, pretty easy matchup here against Sheffield United. I think one of our picks, you know, at least up there for a team that might get relegated. Um, I'm on, I'm all over Tottenham. They've been so much fun to watch. Big Ange ball, you know, like it's, he's, his pressers are electric. Son coming off a hat trick. They look like they're just playing football for fun now. Um, I'm on, I'm all over them. This, this one for the parlay. I've got the Tottenham minus one and a half. Um, that's to to win there, but at minus one forty, I think Sheffield United has has kind of they've they've been a little bit. I mean, kind of what we expected, I guess. But I think Tottenham mm-hmm. kind of run over them here and and win win by at least two goals. So that's that's my part of the parlay. I'm not going to get too in depth on it, but I like what what I've seen. Um, Richarlison's kind of struggled once again, and he was just with Brazil. I was reading some random article that he's like, he's coming back to London to get a psyche to get, you know, meet with like a sports psychologist or something like that to, to figure out when he can start scoring goals. So maybe that's the, the turn for the big man. But, uh, anyways, they've got hung min son and, and he's, he, he's filling it up. So I like where we're at James Madison early, early player of the season right now. He's been electric, um, for them and what a signing he's been so yeah I'm, I'm all over Tottenham here to win by at least uh one and a half so yeah for any Tottenham fans we should mention uh Richarlison is not guaranteed to start because I've already been yelled at that uh, you know as Tottenham fans want Manor Solomon to start given that Richarlison is struggling so Manor Solomon could be starting Brandon Johnson also uh, yeah. he came to Tottenham on Wednesday so he wasn't he was away on uh, international duty uh, so he recently joined up on Wednesday, I believe it was. They're posting pictures of him, uh, so he's not going to start, but uh, just another guy. They dropped that Harry Kane bag on Brennan Johnson, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what was it like, fifty million pounds? I think I saw um, something like that. But I, I mean, good addition, yeah. good young player. Um, but yeah, it was just funny to see. Like, all right, let's sell Harry and then sp- sp- take some of that profit and blow it on Brennan. Yeah, uh, Paul Heck- Heckingbottom, Sheffield United's manager, had his press conferences just before we actually started the only one that just went here and he he just listed off a bunch of injuries they lost a few guys over the international break we don't actually know if they're going to be able to play like Baldock, uh ahmed helvich uh maybe someone else got injured in there uh, i believe john egan returned from his injury larucci went out with something in their last game they got all these wingbacks that are that are hurt um they added McAtee, James McAtee for Manchester City, but Heckingbottom basically said that he was not fit and wouldn't be ready. So it's just like they have these injuries. They added some new players. Like we see Archer probably going to be getting a start again here. Uh, Homer's in there, Venetius, a lot of new guys, but doesn't seem like they have a huge bench right now because they have a bunch of injuries. And then this is away from home. So they've had three home games and then one road game. Their one loss was at Nottingham Forest. Um, so now they're at Tottenham, not a, not a great spot for them, but for my bet I'm taking, I'm so Aston Villa is another one of those teams. They've had three away games and one home game in their one home game. They crushed, uh, Everton. So I'm just going here with the basis of Aston Villa at home, another bounce back spot. 
Uh, this is bounce back week here. I'm going Newcastle bounce back, Aston Villa bounce back. I got another Aston Villa bet in my betting article this week. So if you want more bets, check out my article. That'll be up Friday morning on rotowire.com slash soccer. But Aston Villa minus 0.5 corners in the first half against Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace has been has been pretty good, but now they're away from home. And I think Aston Villa is going to want to, similar to Newcastle, they're just going to want to go for it here early, kind of what they did against Everton. And I think it's going to be a situation where Villa and Newcastle are going to be teams that we kind of look at, at in home games this season against weaker competition. Um, and that's what we're going to be betting on here. So uh, this is a pretty small bet here, but point yeah. minus point five corners. So that just means Aston Villa need more corners in Crystal Palace in the first half, which, you know, at, on the surface level, that doesn't seem too difficult uh, for them to do against a team like Crystal Palace. But, you know, maybe Hodgson does something crazy and they put Mateta in and they just, I don't know, kind of do something and get five corners and Eze has five corners, something stupid like that. But no, uh, it's not going to happen. So Essen Villa minus 0.5 corners in the first half. That's minus 120. Tottenham minus one and a half against Sheffield United, minus 140, plus 214 odds. Chris, the team parlay is 0 and 4. Are we going <laughs> 1 and 4 here? I, I certainly hope so. This is probably our closest bet to that plus 200 that we always try to go after on the parlay. We're at plus 214 for this one. I like the Tottenham bet. You're the corner soothsayer. Why not? We got to get it back. We got to get it back. We, we got back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Next game we're talking about, we're going to Aston Everton. (laughs) Aston Everton. (laughs) We got Everton at home. Plus 500 to win. Arsenal are minus 200 to win. And the draw is plus 350. This is a Sunday game. Uh, Last time these teams played, if we remember correctly, I believe it was Sean Dyche's first game with Everton. They beat Arsenal 1-0. Kind of surprised everyone. I look back at those odds. Everton were like plus 750 to win that game. Now, even though they've had a pretty bad start to the season, they are plus 500 to win. So I found that interesting. But over two and a half goals is minus 160. Under two and a half goals is plus 120. You want to go heavy, over three and a half goals is plus 160 as well. All right. So what do we got here? Everton, as you can see, some injury issues. Arsenal, Thomas Party probably going to be out again. That's that's the main 
difference for them. But Dwight McNeil probably going to be back in starting 11 for Everton. I think that's the main thing that we're looking at. Uh, Beto, Denjuma, both those guys started before the break. And I, th- I think that's it. Tarkowski has been seen in training. Branthwaite has been seen in training. So I think I think everything's going to be pretty similar here. We're just going to get Dwight McNeil, who was hurt the first month of the season, probably back in the starting 11, which I think is, is a pretty big boost for Everton here. But at home against Arsenal, what do you got? Oh, I also got Graybale Jesus back in the starting 11 over in Katia. So, yeah. I mean, you just listed all the injuries. Jack Harrison back in training. I wonder if he gets a gets a maybe like a uh, an appearance off the bench for his Everton debut. That that could be nice. But yeah, there's. I mean, I think Beto impressed in a League Cup game a couple weeks ago where he kind of came in and scored a couple goals to bring them through. But otherwise, Everton's got a pretty lengthy um, injury list here. It'll be interesting to see you know, who they start. But yeah, Dwight McNeil, huge addition for them if he's able to. I think he played 14 minutes in the match before the international break. He's had now two weeks to train. I think that's plenty of time probably for him to to gain fitness and to get back on the side. So as you mentioned, probably going to start this week, which could be a nice addition for them. On the other side, Arsenal, they're looking pretty healthy. They should have pretty much their full starting 11 in it. Um, It's been a bit of a, you know, a little bit of back and forth. I guess maybe not an ideal start to the season for them, but I still think um, that really, I mean, they've, they've been pretty solid. They, they beat uh, Nottingham Forest to start the season, beat Crystal Palace away. They drew Fulham. And then of course they kind of took it to Manchester United. So they're sitting on, is it 10 points? Um, so they're, they're still doing pretty well, but I think, you know, they, they maybe they're looking back at last season's one Oh loss at Goodison where uh, they, that was kind of a pivotal ended up being a pretty pivotal loss in, in the grand scheme of things. And I think they go into Goodison and kind of take it to Everton um, despite some of the concerns that maybe the general public has about like how they've kind of switched up a couple things from last season. I, I, the quality here is that it's just a pretty far away above Everton. I am going to go back to the well on a minus one and a half, but I, I like Arsenal to win this one, like two nil three one. Um, and I'm at, Arsenal minus one and a half plus one thirty-five. I, I just think they're they're going to be able to overmatch um, Everton a little bit. It does feel slightly risky given that they're playing away, but uh, and and Sean, you know, whatever can do. Everton have you know, historically been able to do well playing at home, but I, I I feel like a minus one and a half is a decent bet here. It seems Any like concerns we- on that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we had this conversation with Arsenal two weeks ago in this Manchester United game, and we both got we both got our I think we both had single game parlays. They they I mean they hit in yeah. the very end of that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was actual stoppage time, but it was right at the end of the game where uh, we both had Arsenal money line with like corners, and then you had Arsenal over one and a half goals, kind of a thing. And I remember talking then, and it was like, well. I don't think Arsenal or Manchester United are, are playing as well as they can be playing, um, but Arsenal are at home, so I'm going to go with them. And that worked out barely in the end, but now I still don't think Arsenal have played to their, you know, I think they're at about, I don't know, a C level here is what I'll say yeah. in terms of yeah. how they've actually been playing. I mean, they, they, I mean, they almost lost to Manchester United, really. I mean, Manchester United had a couple of VAR calls go against them a little bit. Arsenal had the game where it was 2-2 against Fulham. They, they dropped that one despite being up a man. They got they got away with the PK at Crystal Palace in a 1-0 result. And you look back at this result last season, and just in terms of how Sean Dyche likes to play in these home games, they usually like to pressure a lot. 
Uh, they like to press early on and try to get something going. I know they've, you know, they've had massive issues scoring and I'm not, I'm not betting on Everton to score here, but I think that I think they're going to try and try and catch Arsenal early and try and put the, some, put some pressure on and with big Neil in there, maybe that helps a little bit as well, but I got Everton race to three corners plus 220. I was going to go race to five, but I didn't want to be at the risk of them getting four corners and then Arsenal getting the next 10 kind of a thing. Um, when these teams played in that one nil result last season, Everton had four corners in the first half. Arsenal had zero. And I'm kind of going with the same same reasoning here. Uh, they're just going to get these corners early. Maybe it's going to lead to a goal. Maybe it's not. Um, probably not based on what we've seen so far this season. But Everton raced to three corners, plus 220 bet. As you can see here, my money total is down 227. So uh, get win this one, and I'm I'm right there. I'm right there. Adam, I'm a you know I love it. You're you know corners <laughs> like with the best of them, but I'm a little concerned about this one. Are yeah. currently I'm just looking at the you know corners from the first four games. Currently, Arsenal leading the league in in corners with 36 total corners through four games. I, I will you give you a little at- I will give you a little credit. Everton 29. Any thoughts on those stats, or you just you just think that them being at home, they're going to be able to be on the front foot? Um, I'd like to see the splits on first <laughs> half, second half corners, and then home and away corners. Um, just based off, like, they were kind of pushing the entire match against Crystal Palace, trying to get that one goal. Uh, similar against Manchester United, I think they had six or seven corners in the first half, but again, that's a home match. And then... The Nottingham Forest game, I mean, they are still pushing. I guess they had two goals early, but uh, eh, okay, even in that one. I mean, even that one's at home anyway. So I, I think you have to take into account that this is this is at Everton, where Everton have usually played better. And, um, yeah, that's, that's just what I'm going with here. All right, fair enough. Plus the, the, the plus 220, that's kind of a tasty bet. Yeah, I mean – we can get Everton five corners in the first half, but they don't score. And then Everton or Arsenal get two goals in the second half and they win or even get two goals in the first half. And it's two nil and it's, and we both win it. So there you go. All right. I'm I'm leveling, I'm leveling slight concern on this one, but I also don't know corners like, you know, corners. (laughs) All right. All right. We have the game of the week. Is what we're talking about next. I don't think we've actually bet on either Burnley or Nottingham Forest. We got Monday night football here. Again, check out our, our betting pages over at RotoWire. As you can see, look at the last betting thing we have up is Sporting Kansas City, Johnny Russell. We got corners bet. Uh, remember, I did hit that one against Inter Miami. That's all you need to know about that video. But Monday night football, Nottingham Forest, home against Burnley. This is what it all comes down to. This is. Three points either side is going to be vital, uh, p- possibly for uh, relegation here. We got Nottingham Forest at home, plus 115 to win. Burnley are plus 230 to win. And then we got draw is plus 255. So not not a huge number there at the draw, which is not too surprising. But we got over two and a half goals at minus 115, under two and a half goals, minus 115. So DraftKings... Those odds are at DraftKings are taking some money away from us a little bit there. It should be both minus 110 if we want. If we really want to get into the numbers there. But Nottingham Forest, Burnley, what do we got for injury situation? Uh, Burnley, 
their lineup is always a question. Maybe Aaron Ramsey is back from whatever uh, issue he had before the break. Uh, if he's fine, I think he he will be a regular starter of the season for him. Something to keep an eye on. I think Aurier is fine. Danilo had a hamstring injury. I'm not sure he's going to be ready to start. Remember, we just talked about Brendan Johnson. He's gone. Uh, so he'll have to be replaced by someone. We got Alanga in there. Danilo started in that attacking midfield role last match for him. But Alanga has played well for them at times. And then they added a bunch of central midfielders as well. But I still got Yates and Mangala in there. They added what Ibrahim Sangare and Nicholas Dominguez and a few other guys. Uh what Callum Hudson Adoy and Origi as well. So uh, there's a few options. There's a few options that Nottingham Forest have, similar to last season. But Chris, what do you got here? Nottingham Forest home against Burnley. Pretty. I love that this. You know, we what we would call a game week six, game week five six pointer here between two teams <laughs> will probably be be fighting it out for relegation at the end of the season. I, you know, a little bit of concerns all around, but yeah, I mean, don't, I think Burnley also return Zarawi, is that how we said it? Um, he started in the first game against City before trying to mangle Kyle Walker with that. that like, I one think of the that was off brutal. the bench, wasn't it? Oh yeah, you're right. He did come off the bench and then literally like took him knee high with a tackle from behind. Um, he'll, I mean, he's an interesting player. I'm, I'm interested to see if he comes off the bench or even gets some minutes here, but yeah. Burnley really needing a result here. Um, I believe they're this one's away for them, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I <laughs> tough to say, but this feels like. And I don't know if you mentioned, but they did play in the League Cup. Um, that was two weeks or three weeks ago. Two uh, weeks, Burnley. August thirtieth. Yeah, Burnley won that one one nil, um, which leads me to believe you know we probably won't see a whole lot of goals here again. You're. I looked at both the over and the under. Initially, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get some goals here. Told that to Adam. And then I, I looked a little bit deeper, and I was like, there's – I don't I, I don't think so. So I'm actually on the under two and a half. Um, it's at minus 115. Pretty good odds there. Uh, you know, three weeks ago they played, and I think bo- both teams are pretty even strength um, from who they started. Maybe had a little bit of uh, – yeah, I mean – Burnley started some most of their their uh, their typical starters here, and so did uh, Nottingham Forest. So uh, there was, I'd say it was C B squads. Yeah, like so Burnley played a B squad, and Nottingham Forest maybe like a C plus team. Depends how you view Jay Rodriguez and Nathan Redmond. <laughs> Nathan Redmond was started in the Premier League last year, my dude. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, maybe more than that, but um, but yeah, and. Yeah, Sheffield. I mean, they did start Aurier at a right center back. So, but either way, one nil. I still think that that style of play is going to kind of transcend into this game as well, too. So, I'm at under two and a half. I'm not going to, you know, I don't think. I think just like going based off that game and based off the way that these two teams, not exactly. Although Burnley last season season was impressive in attack, I don't think they're going to be nearly as impressive in attack in in this game. So, I'm on Burnley. Or I'm sorry, I'm on the under. Two and a half at minus 115. And Burnley. Nathan Redmond had five goals and five assists with Besiktas last season. Uh, He was loaned out. He was loaned out. He had 20 starts two seasons ago for Southampton. But I was was also looking at that that first meeting two weeks ago, and I think it's it's a good reason to. I mean, some some A-squad players, some rotation – but, I mean, you still got the basis of a lot of these teams. I think, I mean, maybe the big thing is that, okay, 
Morgan Gibbs White, Nottingham Forest best player wasn't in. Uh, Iwani didn't start either. He's been he's been killing it kind of thing. So okay, Nottingham Forest best players weren't in, and Burnley. I mean Burnley didn't really play their a lot of their A squad guys either. But I think just the basis of that's how that game went. How Vincent Company wants to play. They like playing with possession, and especially against a team like Nottingham Forest that doesn't really often have a lot of possession, even at home. Uh, it's not a team that's, you know, just going to man city it and pass it around and, and find a goal like that. They're going to get, they're going to get Taiwo Wani off a counter or something like that and get a goal. Um, so I think that's going into my bet here. I think, you know, again, Burnley are going to have more possession and I think they're going to have more, more of the ball in the attacking third. So similar to my last bet where I had race to three corners, I'm going race to five corners here. This is, this is a safety net here. I'll say it for me personally, this is a safety net. Instead of going race to three corners in case, you know, Nottingham Forest, they're riding the home fans. It's Monday night. It's like, okay, let's, we're going to go for it. And they get three corners in the first 10 minutes. Let's just say, okay, maybe Nottingham Forest do get the three corners in the first 10 minutes. The game's going to get going a little bit and these teams are going to fall into how they normally play. And I think that's going to mean, okay, Burnley race to five corners and you can get plus 150 odds on it. So that's what I like there. Uh, how, how do you think of that reasoning? I don't know if I've actually uh, uh, made a bet off that reasoning before, but I, I like it. I made it up on the spot there. I like it. I like the Burnley race to five corners more than I like the Everton race to three corners. Let me just say that. I mean, they're both going to win, so you can like <laughs> them however much you want. We, we can only hope. <laughs> All right, yeah, Burnley race to five corners plus one fifty. Chris has under two and a half goals at minus one fifteen. And if I, if yeah. I was to pick my my favorite of the four bets this week that we've given, I it would be this under two and a half goals. But you don't believe in Taiwo? I I do, but I don't. I mean, can he score three goals himself? Yeah, why not? It was a pretty big. I mean, we did have three hat tricks in the Premier League in game week four, so yeah, maybe maybe there's something I don't know about. I wouldn't doubt Tyler scoring will. three goals, but uh, no, I, I actually I do like him. He's fun, but I don't believe in both these teams and I, in their ability to score a lot of goals. Yeah, all right. You got anything else? Here's the FPL cheat sheet for the week. We got Erling Holland at minus one ninety to score, followed by Eastock at minus one thirty five. Uh, we got Liverpool, the second biggest favorite. They're at Wolverhampton. Do you think Liverpool are going to come out of the break here, come out of the break strong, get that get that three points in a, in a pretty winnable spot here? I don't know. They're winning. They're kind of riding a bit of a high here, 10, 10 points out of the first four matches, kind of unexpected given how they, they started 1-1 against Chelsea and then were down a man against Newcastle. But, yeah, good start for them. Um, brought in a couple players in the midfield, so that helps. But, uh I'm certainly, you know, from where we started to where I'm at now, the confidence is much higher. I think we started, I was pretty down bad after we missed out on Casado, but might've been a blessing in disguise. So, um, although I think Wolverhampton won this matchup in this, like this specific match last week or last year. Um, that sounds familiar. It was, it, it might've been that, was it three nil? It was disgusting. It was something crazy. Yeah. It was absolutely crazy. disgusting. Yeah. It was, I was, had to take myself for a long walk after that one. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, no, we'll see. We got some other, other big games. I mean, West Ham's been playing really well. They're away to Man City. Um, that's going to be a tough game for them. Like, I, City, you know, of course. You City know, are in West Ham. Oh, at West Ham. Okay, yeah. sorry, mix that one up. But that's going to be a fun one. I mean, West Ham, 
they beat who was it the other weekend where they had like 20% possession? Or Brighton was it? Yeah, and then Brighton they won 3-0. Game. Jared yeah. Bowen like looking absolutely mint right now. Um, so that that's one I'm gonna be watching for sure. Luton they also uh, escaped a, a PK call against Luton Town, which you know they yeah, should have dropped yeah. points, but yeah. So and then you know the Chelsea storyline, what's what's going on with them? So mm-hmm. yeah, will be another fun weekend and um and we'll yeah, I wanted to bring up. So we hit. We mentioned Newcastle going to Milan for Champions League, but we got Liverpool. They're going to be in Austria playing LASK. Uh, so that's a pretty big game for Liverpool uh, on Thursday. You got the big. You got big Europa League games there for <laughs> Liverpool. It's uh, it's this is big time here. It's big time. We could see Harvey Elliott get a start. Yeah, we'll pro- ben Doak. I think Saul will ben- probably sit. Ben, <laughs> ben Doak. I honestly think Ben Doak might might start out on the right. This one. Um, Maybe Jarrell Kwanzaa at center back. They're gonna. I, I mean, if if they're might gonna do well. something fun with this, they might as well start the kids. You know, like let's yeah, see it. And, might as well. Yeah. So, all right. You can find Chris at C H R Owen at on X. Sorry, C H R Owen eight on X. Uh, that is X. I gotta keep saying that X. We're on X. This is no longer Twitter. I am at Roto is a You can follow Roto Wire Soccer at Rotowire Soccer. Again, please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And if you listen to podcasts, make sure to like it or leave a comment or any of that good stuff. Chris, thank you for the show, and good luck on our bets here. We'll be talking. Chris has a wedding this weekend. Not his own. Not his own. Not my He's own, going no. to a wedding. He's going to a wedding this weekend. Uh, we will be in conversations. We will be talking about the race to the race to three corners bet that he does not believe in. But again, I'm giving it my stamp of, of approval here. Everton Corners. I'm going to be watching that one very closely on Sunday morning. But, Chris, thank you. We'll see everyone next week. Thanks, Adam.